OMG Town, we're back. Welcome to AFLW's Home Ground Heroes, where the home ground is the hero. It's a podcast that celebrates women's footy, the good old-fashioned home ground, and the amazing communities that surround this great game. I'm your host, Nick Musgrove, and I'm here with my co-host, Dick Russell. Hello, Muzzy. Hello, dear listener. The city of dreams, we're here. The city of... What, Geelong? Geelong. Is that what they call it? They call it that. Who calls it that? Well, no one who lives in Geelong. (laughs) People I've often refer to it as the city of dreams. I've not heard that. No, I know. We love Geelong. We're at GMHBA. And in fact, when we plugged in GMHBA into the SatNav, the Samsung Galaxy SatNav, and I use that term because we are looking for a, <laughs> major, looking for a major sponsor. sponsor. And when we plugged into Google Maps, GMHBA Geelong, it turns out GMHBA Geelong has two points of interest. One is the stadium. <laughs> the other is the actual health insurance head offices. And so we took a wrong turn and ended up at the health insurance head offices this morning. Not wasted time. We got a blood test. <laughs> and an eye test. Now, as a result, I have spectacles. <laughs> and I have cholesterol. <laughs> this is... Uh, the day has not started well. Uh, but boy, has it taken a turn for the better now that we're here in Radio Box 1, Level 4. They've actually... I don't know. If, for those of you that listened to our Episode 1 podcast, we were at Victoria Park and we were out on the bleachers mm-hmm. getting splinters in the bum on the wooden bench seats. But today they've actually, through some administrative error, put us next door to both Channel 7 and 3AW and we're now faking our way through an official radio broadcast. Oh, Rusty. V-Line rolling on by the stadium. Isn't that an iconic scene? Can I just say how much I love the brand V-Line and travelling on V-Line trains. Still looking for a major sponsor. V-Line has been uh, an indelible part of the journey to and from Geelong. Uh, now has a, a quiet carriage. Has a quiet carriage. Which, uh, if V-Line were to jump on board as a sponsor, we would propose doing our podcast live from the quiet carriage. All right, now speaking of sponsors, this is a stadium of many sponsors. Mm. How many can you name, Rusty? Uh, of GMHBA uh, Stadium. Yes. Or as I call it, Gubuka. Or as I... Is that, is that how you pronounce that? <laughs> There's only one vowel to write at the end. You've choked on a canopy in the red chicky stand. <laughs> oh, yeah, so there I was. So yeah, just kicking a bag from the Ford Pocket and Jigabong Stadium. It sounds like choked on a party pie at the post match uh, function. Choked on a Kalamata Bruschetta. <laughs> By the way, I went to a school with a guy called Bruce Schetta. You didn't. Yeah, 100%. Bruce was an Italian, never been to Italy, no doubt. What? Who, Bruce Getter? Bruce Getter. No, but his brother was Arancini. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He and wasn't. He was the bottom of different surnames. <laughs> Stepbrothers. Must have been. Not, by, not related by blood, by uh, marriage only. Well, uh, we're off to a fly here. Rusty, can you name any more... What was more the question? St- what were the... It's a stadium of many sponsors. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Can Gen- you name one? Yeah, Gumuka. Yeah, okay. Jim, that. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I can. I remember it being Skilled Stadium, Cadinia mm-hmm. uh, Park. Mm-hmm. Was that, hold on, is that a brand or is that? It's like not a, a brand; it's a place. Oh, have I said Shell Stadium? Yeah, uh, no, you haven't. But that's correct. Yes, Skilled Stadium, Cadinia mm-hmm. Park, mm-hmm. GMHBA. That's four. I'm going to hit you with two more. Yeah, Simmons. Ah, uh, yes. 2012 to 2017. Yep, Simmons Stadium. And can I just say, Simmons Homes were are just the, my favourite type of display home. And also real home to live in. And only 45 minutes from the CBD. Commute? What commute? Try the (laughs) V-Line. Now with a podcast recording studio in the quiet carriage. Okay, no, okay, there's one more. What? Uh, The Cattery. 
Well, oh, unofficially, you... yes, and we should pay homage to that, the cattery. the cattery. Everybody loves going down to the cattery. Except when you lose. Well, it's a very hostile, sort of intimidating sort of a name, you, the cattery. I, I know that you were here the day that your beloved demons... Got catterized. Got ca- absolutely catterized right between the cat eyes. 186 points. Uh, but no, let me tell you, there is one more sponsor of this cattery. Listeners at home would have gone, oh, I know this one, great trivia question all over it. Baytech Stadium. Doesn't ring a bell. Tell you why? Why? They only sponsored the stadium for two months. <laughs> what happened? All right. So it was Cadinia Park, then it was Shell Stadium, 99 to 2001. Yeah, Baytech said, oh, I smell an opportunity here. <laughs> Rolled in, put all their branding all over the place, huge sign out the front. <laughs> two months two months later, Skilled said, oh, we'll take it from here, big fella. <laughs> Took it over and had it for 10 years. <laughs> Can I just say, Baytech is my favourite tech company from Bayside. <laughs> what precisely do they do? Tech on the Bay. Tech on the Bay. Yeah, Tech on the Bay. And listen, if you want to sponsor us for two months, that's all we need to get a whole season of this done. Baytech, the original home ground hero. Are they still liquid and solvent? <laughs> so that's them, and that's the history of this proud stadium. Tell you what, this is iconic home ground hero stuff. There is a lone man on a very vast oval, and he's repainting the 50-metre arc. He hasn't got the big, wheelie, fancy get your parabola out, draw me an arc type yeah. machine. Spare me. He has a little brush and he's gone hard with the calligraphy on the 50. And the thing I really like is that looking at his uniform, he's clearly not an official member of staff here. I this- see no lanyard. Unlike us, who have been handed lanyards. And can I just say, lanyard is my favourite brand of dangly necklace. <laughs> Okay, so we've got a lot to look forward to. We're going to do Bring Me a Pie for Lunch. We're going to do that. What's that, Nick? Bring Me a Pie for Lunch is where we sample a local delicacy from the home ground. Now, I'm interested to know what the Geelong Cheer Squad are going to nominate because you know it what? is their prerogative to yeah, nominate. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Stuff them. Yeah. I feel like a dimmy. I feel like <laughs> right. a dim sim, and I'm going to say, hit me in the pie hole with your dim sim. <laughs> Fire away. Steamed or fried? Well. I've always been a big steamed man. I can't help but feel we're in fried country here. <laughs> in the city of dreams. Fried dreams. Deep fried dreams. Deep fried dreams. Okay. Oh, he's picked up his paintbrush. He's off. He's off for a chalky milk. That paint must dry fast. If, if you slid on your knees uh, embracing the ball on a hot lead uh, across the 50 arc, would you be covered in paint? Sorry, that just that sounds like a chapter from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, streaming on your knees on a hot lead. <laughs> Through the paint, embracing the ball. I think instead of 50 shades of grey, it's 50 metres of Robbie Gray. Mate, leave AFL in there. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. We are very, very excited because we have Carlton great Tilly Lucas Rod here in the studio. Welcome, Tilly. All right. Thank you. I've cut myself. Hey, (laughs) you've already played today. Yeah, I have. In the VFL, we had a pracky, so that was good. Tell us everything. Um, well, we kicked two goals in the first quarter and then we didn't score another, but that's fine. As a forward line player, that was fine. Um, we lost, but we actually, it was pretty good. It was a pretty even contest against De- the Melbourne Demons, so yeah, it was good. And uh, if I have my sources correct, I think that you might have been a Demon supporter in your youth. Is that correct? I sure was, yeah. The whole family, the whole extended family go from Melbourne, so. How is it now playing for the Blues and having to face off against the, the club that you grew up supporting? Um, it's alright. I think my family give me a bit of stick. Um, my auntie always says that Daisy's her favourite player and I'm second. So, <laughs> so that's alright. A lot of people are second to Daisy here <laughs> when it comes to this game. Uh, now, we're, we're super pumped to have you here, especially after you've run. What did you, what did you track? You reckon you were up into the... Maybe seven, 7K, yeah. Seven, just the 7K. Just the lazy 7 this morning. 7 kilometres on yeah. the... Fi- yeah, on the field. That's alright, though. I just ran 350 metres to get a 
pie and I, on, I genuinely think I blew my right hamstring. I couldn't make it up the steps. I had to take the elevator on the way back. Um, but you're a, you're a blue through and through now. And in fact, sure you am. played in that very first iconic game two years ago, the yeah. very first game, Carlton vs Pies. What was it like? playing that day and how's it been since? Um, it's pretty incredible. I think we didn't know how big the crowd was going to be or what it was going to be like, so running out for the first time, it was pretty amazing. Um, there's photos up at Carlton now and they've got like a snapshot of that first centre bounce and it's pretty incredible to think back of how good it was. Um, yeah, you're just playing on a gentleman the whole time. Is it sort of getting bigger the more time passes now, that moment? Yeah, I think it's getting more, you realise the significance. Playing in it, um, I don't think we, t- I think we took it for granted a bit, but now looking back, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I'm disappointed. I think there was one missed opportunity. When Gil was outside, nobly apologising that it was a sellout. I have seen the video, yeah. It is quite fun to watch. I think he needed to say, come on, everyone, back to my joint. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of bevs at Gil's. That's would it. Have been Big screen TV. <laughs> he'd probably have the space at his pace, too. Yeah, he'd have a huge TV, I'm sure. I'll tell you who would have done that. Nicole Livingston. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They, could have, they could have played the game at Gil's house. <laughs> No, 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 we love it. Okay, now, um, we're very excited. We've been doing a little bit of digging around on Instagram, just sort of channeling things that inspire us about AFLW. There's never any want of inspiration. Uh, But, Nick, tell us what you found on Instagram. Well, I was going deep on um, your feed and a couple of your teammates' feed and came across a letter that your captain and partner, Brianna Davey, wrote to Andrew Demetrio when she was eight years old. And... It's one of the most incredible and inspiring things I've found on Instagram. And let me tell you, there are some <laughs> cheesy, inspiring quotes on Instagram. <laughs> you will see some. Yeah. But this is just incredible. I'm actually going to pass this over to you. Do you want to just read out um, precisely what, um, what yeah. Brie wrote to Andrew when she was eight years old? All right, let me give it a go. So, dear Andrew Demetrio, today I'm going to talk to you about girls to be able to play AFL footy. The first reason is girls who have always dreamed to play AFL footy and love it, don't get to because only boys are allowed to play footy. You have wrecked their dreams because girls really want to play AFL footy. Also, girls who have a very good ability and have the body should have the right to play AFL. Also, girls should take offence with an A and you will... (laughs) (laughs) tearing at a shred. And you will have less followers to AFL footy. You don't want that, do you? Sassy. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Another or it's actually on other, with an O, thing, is girls who watch the AFL footy don't just want to see just boys. They also want to see girls for more entertainment. So come on, Andrew. She crossed that out. Let these... <laughs> Change of heart. It's still readable. I think Andrew might have read it. Let these young girls' wishes come true. All the girls will love you. From Brie Davey. Inspiring. Inspiring and pretty pretty smart at the end. Little Just a little hook there. All the girls will love you. Yeah. So come on, Andrew. He's all about that, yeah. Uh, well... A lot is overwhelming when you read that, um, not least of which the appalling spelling, <laughs> which you picked up on, and you tore British yeah. roots on it. Um, yeah, just out of interest, what was her school? Because, you know, I don't know how they went in the Naplan at the moment with <laughs> these spelling mistakes. I think you went to St James Primary. Oh, well, let's not. And can I just say, St James Primary is my favourite. We're actually looking, <laughs> for, looking a for a major sponsor. sponsor. I think St James Primary could be the perfect sponsor for our podcast. <laughs> but no, let's talk about that seriously. I mean, everything in that letter has now come true. Yeah. Um, I mean, how does that make you feel reading that now? Um, I think the insight, yeah, it's pretty cool that she was able to see where we should be going as a society and now where we've gone. Um, it's pretty incredible, yeah, for an eight, especially an eight-year-old, if you think about that, to know, like, she just wanted to play footy and that's what a lot of people wanted to do. I know I was the same when I was that age, so it's pretty cool. Now, you played every game for Carlton in that amazing first season. Yeah. Um, how did you feel at the end of the season? Were, were you absolutely emotionally exhausted or were you 
hungry for more? What were you feeling? I think it's like an inner sanctum for like the eight-week season. It's just so afterwards you are wrecked. You're just exhausted because it's such, you know, you're in this little bubble of AFLW and everything, you know, everything in your life, work, everything else, uni, everything outside that kind of stops and you put it on hold for the eight weeks. So it is pretty exhausting after that. But it was also incredible, you know, and especially, as I said before, looking back now, especially on that first season, how iconic it was. It's pretty cool. Now, when that eight weeks was over, let's talk about uh, life outside of footy for you. Uni, work, what are we talking? So, yeah, I study teaching. I've done actually three different courses, so teaching's my third. So I've got a huge hex at the moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for coming on to our podcast for free. <laughs> there won't be a payment for today. <laughs> I was hoping, Gunch. I was hoping. Um, especially I did two and a half years of nursing, so I actually only had half a year to go and I would have been a nurse, but that's oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I cop it for my parents for that, but that's fine. Is, is, this a, is this a master's of teaching that you're doing? No, I'm just base teaching. I'm literally just... You're just a master teaching. at teaching. Yeah, master <laughs> at teaching. So yeah. I'm in my second year, going to my second year of that at uni, and then I also am a teacher's aide on the side, so it kind of goes hand in hand. That's amazing. Wow. Well, yeah. I'll tell you who needs a bit of tuition with their spelling. <laughs> Free, free Davey. Yeah, yeah. I try and help her. Literacy is not a strong point. Well, one thing that you might be well-versed in, uh, given your teaching uh, background and future, is um, the magical world of poetry. Are you a big uh, fan of poetry? Sure I am. Well, I will be. If I wasn't, I will be now. Sure. Well, Nick, why don't you introduce our next little segment, a fan favourite. It's time for Haiku Call. <laughs> now, Haiku, uh, this, is the, this is me teaching the teacher, but for the benefit of our listeners at home, just in case they don't know, a haiku is, of course, a traditional Japanese form of poetry where the first line has five syllables, the second has seven, and the third has five. Now, I've written one, Tilly, about you. If I could indulge, I would, like, I would like to read it out. <clears throat> Tilly Lucas Rod. Also played state grade cricket. Two codes, one legend. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Not a word of a lie. All yeah. true. Did you see the cricket on the way in? There was some pretty serious oh, cricket yeah, going on outside yeah, on the, the ground. Outside, yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like state grade cricket going on. Ooh, Did you decent. feel about having a trundle? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get back out there. Make a ton. Easy ton. <laughs> easy <laughs> ton. Did you hear that kid in your park? Easy ton. Not only would it be a ton, it would be an easy one. <laughs> Um, now, Tilly, I'm going to come clean with you. Um, I, this is our second episode. And there's one thing that I say about ancient and revered Japanese poetry, and that is that it's good, but not great. <laughs> and the reason for that is because it doesn't rhyme. I'm a big rhymer when it comes to poetry, as I'm sure you are too. Of course. Yes, Correct. Yes, Thank yes. you. Um, all right, so I, now I've prepared a rival Tilly Lucas Rod, hashtag in Rod we trust, uh, haiku <laughs> for you. And I, I, do you know what? I think this could be a little bit of a competition. I, I want you to assess at the end of this, was Muzzy's haiku or is my haiku He did better? say I was a legend, is that, that right? That's so right. Oh, let's not get carried <laughs> away <laughs> with you. Yeah, so I've gone very... I knew this would become a competition, so I was very flattering in mine. Excuse, I want Tilly to assess this on creative merit, right. not <laughs> bloody suck. Like, all right, here we go. This is my rhyming haiku. <clears throat> oh, I've just read it. It's actually doesn't, it's actually <laughs> it doesn't not that good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Playing at Icon, Lucas Frod's a blues titan. She's got a hyphen. <laughs> what do you oh, think? What do you that, think? Wasn't, that wasn't great. The first ah, time there was there we go. There we yeah. go. Rhyme's not going to get you out of everything. So now, I, I know you said that wasn't great, but we're going to put you to the test here, Tilly Lucas Rod, if that is your real name. <laughs> <laughs> um, just now, we're putting you on the spot here a little bit, but can you come up? I know you said that you weren't that impressed by that, but... How good are you as a teacher? I want to see, can you come up with a haiku on the spot, potentially about this podcast? 
Let me have a go. Try your best. Let me have okay. a go. So it's all five, seven, five. Five, right? seven, five. Yeah. five, I'll, five. I'll count them. If it's if you end up with like six or eight, we'll pay it. Like it's your first one. <laughs> buy it, buy it. And if it buy rhymes, on. bonus points. Okay. All right. Of all the podcasts. That's five. Of, of all, all the, the podcasts. Yeah, story yeah, checks five. out. Five, 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 five. That I choose to listen to. Oh yeah, seven. I think that was six, but that's right. That I choose to listen. Oh boy. I choose to listen to. Seven. Seven. All right. Yeah. So, of all the podcasts that I choose to listen to, yours is Def's Not The One. Oh! <laughs> oh! Hold on a minute. Yours is Def Not The One. Six. Oh, Doesn't okay. count. Let's go. All right. We'll take it there. Yeah. Of all the podcasts that I choose to listen to, yours is Def's Not One. Oh! That's even more not savage. Only, that even got not, worse. Yeah, Def's Not One. Didn't even give us a full sentence. <laughs> just dismissed us. And let's be honest. We deserve it. <laughs> well done. Well, uh, yeah, I think we, uh, we've been put back in our box. I'm not sure if Haiku Corner will return as a regular segment. <laughs> but, look, two episodes and two segments, it's a regular as it stands at the moment. Now, we've got one final um, game for you to play if you've got time to stick I'm, around. Yep, I'm excited. You, I'm you, ready. You, you've okay. got time? She's sticking around. All right, Muzzy, why don't you introduce it? I'll just get ready. I'll just... Okay. So, this is called Club Karaoke with a twist. The aim of this game is to sing your club song the probably let's be honest, even as a Melbourne supporter, I can say this: the best club song. Yeah, it's definitely. gone around, almost in world sport. Muzzy, <laughs> could you make a haiku with the blues theme song? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now here's what we're doing. So you're, you've got your headphones. We're going to give you noise cancelling headphones. Now, now, the Bose noise cancelling headphones. <laughs> She's on it. <laughs> so we're going to play the Cats theme song because we're here at GMHBA. As loud as we can in your noise cancels, and you've got to sing your best version of your beloved Carlton's theme song. I'm trying to just get the Dars. Do I have to do the Dars? It's up to you. No, you can start with We Are the Navy Blues. Okay. Is that yeah. where it starts? Yeah, we are. Because otherwise it'd be a long solo to start. Yeah. That's all yeah. part of it. <laughs> I like all right. Lots of now we're just going to take those headphones off and give you the Bose noise cancelers. Once you hear the Geelong theme song, take a breath, take a moment, and then give us the Carlton the Blues theme song. Okay, ready? Here we go. We are the navy blues. Oh, we are all dark navy blues. We're the team that never lets you down. We're the only team old Carlton knows. With all the champions they like to send us. <laughs> I've forgotten the words. We'll keep our hands up because they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark blues. Oh, home run. Home run. Home ground hero. Oh, actually, my God. I think I got the words wrong. I'm going to spray from great. <laughs> right. You nailed it. That was absolutely incredible. The voice is pretty good too. Uh, that was incredible. The voice was not only uh, on tune, on key, it was quite evocative. And for yes. those of you <laughs> playing at home uh, listening, Nick and I did a bit of the voice. We had our backs uh, to see she performed and we liked it so much we spun around and watched yeah. the performance. But he only spun because I spun. He was like the delta to the yeah, seal. Was, yeah, like, I, I turned first. <laughs> I, I went full John Madden. I could just say I'll go Team Nick and you'll have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wins and that's what we're all about here at the Home Ground Heroes. Alright, we'll let you go. I'm sure you've got some more important things to do. you got to go <laughs> start paying off that hex debt. Yeah. It's not going to pay for itself. Uh, but you've been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Please come and visit us again next time you Definitely. can. Definitely. Thanks so much, guys. I just do what I do. You see me? I just do what I do. I'll tell you what, Mike, it must be pretty special for Geelong Captain Mel Hickey to run out today and look up and see the Reg Hickey stand. Yeah. She's come home. She's, she's the original and best home ground hero. 
This is her backyard. This is essentially her living room. It's a huge backyard. Privacy is an issue. There are a lot of people looking directly in. <laughs> they need a retractable roof. Neighbours be gone. You're going to have to plant neighbours be gone all around the boundary. <laughs> but, you know, that'll pay for itself eventually and you'll have a very large backyard. But, it, like, she obviously played with the D's for a couple of years she before did. coming across to the Cats. Um, but prior to that, so many people, we touched on this in our first episode, so many people, I think, are under the misapprehension that a women's footy started with AFLW season one two years ago. But it's not true. There's a huge sort of history and a rich history of players in suburban leagues playing women's footy. And do you know what? The more we delve into it, the more I'm hearing stories of glory from one club. Can I pick the club? Go for it. The Darabin Falcons. Correct. For those of you... For those of you who don't live in Darabin... (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Just Google a Darabin Falcons and hit up their wiki page. Here's Here's a little fact for you. Mel Hickey played with the Darabin Falcons for seven years. Do you know how many flags she won? Of those seven years? Correct. You tell me. Seven. I'm not going to lie, that's a good average. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who else is in her team? Who? Mo Hope, Astor O'Connor, Daisy Pierce, just to name a few. In fact, Daisy's record is arguably more impressive. Ten premierships, seven as captain, five club best and fairest, six Helen Lambert medals, mm-hmm. along with the inaugural VFL Women's Best and Fairest Award in 2016, which was later renamed the Lambert Pierce Medal in her honour. In her honour. She literally has the medal named after her. And do you know what? Amongst all those stats, I find the most interesting. Mm -hmm. The fact that she won five club BNSs, but six league BNSs. Controversial what was happening that year. Who was rigging the internal Melbourne votes that year? Trouble down at Darabin. But but yeah, it must be pretty special for Melbourne. But that's madness, that she was such a phenomenon that they named the medal after her. While she was still playing. playing. But Rusty, it is my mission to know as much as I can about these Darabin days. But Mel Hickey, one of the greatest they've ever seen. She's back, but she's back in Geelong. A couple of the other days came with her. I think they got, uh, they've recruited Rochelle Rocky Cranston. You'll uh, recognise her for her incredible dreads. Got the best do in the biz running around out there. Uh, but then also a few new recruits, first-year players, Becky Webster, Denby Taylor, and, of course, number one draft pick, Nina Morrison, who unfortunately did her ACL but starred in round one. And um... Such a tough story because it was such a incendiary beginning, but we know she'll be back in no time, bigger and better than ever. And as we're talking, Mozzie, a few of the players have made their way out onto the field to do a bit of a warm-up. While they're warming up, I'm actually... Oh, boy. Just... Uh, now, he's, you... he's bought his own speaker. Yeah, I've, got, <laughs> I've brought... got the, um, the Bose surround sound. Can I just say, my Bose is definitely... sound. My favourite <laughs> brand of speaker, Bose. Um, uh, now, you're going to play a party, but I, can you take this? Okay, what do we just, got? There's an underline just down there. Oh, boy, this is quite long. Look, we're here on the Bellarine Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And to celebrate Mel Hickey being back on the Bellarine, mm. I've prepared a little ditty for Mel. You have Yeah, I'm gonna. Are you familiar with a little um, Hollywood actor named Will Smith? Yes, William Smith. William Smith. I know him well. Yeah, he's uh, he's obviously gone on to great things. But do you know where he started? Where did he make his break? Oh, um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Correct. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you're not. All right, listen up. <laughs> this is actually happening. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Now this is the story all about how Mel's life got flipped, turned upside down And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there And i tell you how she became the queen of a town called Bel Airine Oh, <laughs> mate What a peninsula What is this? It's happening, Muzzy yeah, You'll this? notice from the sheet there's more lyrics Okay, here we go <clears throat> With the Darabin Falcons I learned to play Now at Cadenia Park Oh, G-M-H-B-N Kicking out, playing and slaying Aussie rules And booting the football outside of the school When a couple of D that were up to no good Wanted me to help them take on Collingwood I played in two little seasons and Geelong got scared They said, you're moving back home to the Peninsula Bel Air I whistled for an Uber and when it came near The driver said, 
actually no need to whistle. It's all through the app nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Just use the app. Very effective app. Yeah, yeah, it tracks man real time. It's a bit of a tracks you. user rating system. And if anything, this guy was thicker than Rocky's hair, but I thought, nah, forget it. You're home to Bel Air. Ring. I pulled up to G-Town around 7 or 8 And I yelled to my teammate Hello, Debbie Taylor Look to my kingdom I was finally there To sit on my throne As the Queen of Bel-Air Reen Oh my G-Town I, With full apologies to Will Smith <laughs> And Jazzy Jeff I think you missed a trick there What do you mean? If I was to do a Will Thanks Smith Thanks for the constructive yeah. feedback, Nick <laughs> I, I hear it I don't loathe it <laughs> I love it. In fact, I love it so much, I think you should write a follow-up for Mel next week. Oh, good, okay. Getting hickey with it. <laughs> Another Will Smith number. Na, 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 na. Oh, getting hickey with it. Na, 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 na. Getting hickey with it. <laughs> They would come down to the outer to meet a few of the fans. And who could go past? The noisy person at the front, Kerry Nixon. <laughs> now, you're a record seller here at uh, Kadinia Park. No, I don't work at Kadinia Park all the time, but I do for the women's games. And I love it. I love women's football. So, it is the best. And what's your, ro- your role today? So I've been looking after all the kids who sell footy records at... Uh, the stadium currently known as Marvel was previously Eddie had before that Telstra and before that Colonial. Oh, <laughs> and I've been there that long. And speaking of stadiums, do you know where Baytech Stadium is? Have you ever heard of Baytech Stadium? Uh, no. Ah, that's because it was here, but only for two months. <laughs> two months, that's 2001. Trick question. <laughs> Missed that one. Yeah. Never mind. But yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. I'm match fit at the moment, so I am really noisy. Um, and just a great crowd coming to the game today. Absolutely. Can you give us Sweet. a bit of your official record-selling right. um, yelling? Do you want to step back half a metre? Right, Let's right. do it. All right. Hit it. Okay. All the players, all the teams, get your footy record, three dollars. That is the voice of a generation. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you very day, much. Guys. Well, Muzzy, we've come out to the outer to meet a few of the Cats legends and locals, the real home ground heroes. And we have hit the jackpot. Absolutely. We have hit the jackpot. Jan, lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I've been a cat supporter all my life. I'm part of the Rankin family, which is famous Geelong name down these parts. I've followed the women's AFL, uh, VFL, since they started and now member of the AFL and just love the women's football. It's a very special moment to have uh, your own club finally after yeah. uh, the hard tour in the VFL. Absolutely. And the first match was just amazing. The atmosphere and, and we won. So hopefully we'll have another win today. Now tell us about the jumper you're wearing. Um, this is a foundation member's jumper and somewhere on this jumper is my name. Um, I can't find it again, but I know it's there. I've seen it once and <laughs> um, we're all wearing them very proudly and yeah. So this means a lot to come down Absolutely. to your, your home ground and, and see the girls play. Yeah, so much. And Jen, who are you here with today? I'm here with my two grandsons. There's more coming, but at the moment there's Brandon and Toby, who have been catch supporters all their lives too. <laughs> when you say there's more coming, Jen, do you mean you have children who are pregnant or there's physically more no, coming? No, physically today? more right. coming. <laughs> okay. thought you After was... they play tennis. Oh, I thought you were going to take, take this opportunity to make a big announcement for the family. <laughs> Certainly not for me. <laughs> 
Okay, now let's, let's hear from the boys. Now, fellas, what does it mean uh, to you guys to have your own uh, AFLW club? Uh, I guess for me it means probably a lot. Um, after what I saw in the VFLW, I've actually been really excited to see how the girls will actually go in the AFL against most of the teams that have actually been in there for two seasons. And yeah, and they're doing great. They are actually off to a really good start. Just, I really hope they can keep it off. Absolutely, and and look, the way they're going, the future is very bright. Now over here to the young fella. I'm Toby. Hi, Toby. And how old are you? I am nine years old. Oh, I'm turning ten. Oh, turning ten. When are you turning ten? Um, in July. Oh, do you know what? I'm free in July. If you're having a party, are you having a birthday party? <laughs> Great. I'm free. I'm free most of July. <laughs> So I look forward to your party. Um, and you've, you're an AFLW fan. Do you like watching the, the women play football? Who's your favourite player? Um, what what about Renee? Why is Renee Gehring our favourite player? Um, because... Uh, Renee Gehring's actually my teacher at school. What? Really? Yeah, awesome. yeah, really. Oh, wow. That's amazing. What does she teach? Uh, she teaches me PE. <laughs> oh, story. P- P- teaches PE. Story, story checks out. Story checks out. <laughs> and so is she your favourite player as well? Um, yes. What do you guys think of Rochelle Rocky Cranston with the crazy hairdo? She's, I just honestly think she's a really good player. She's yeah. aggressive, hard at the ball, yep. and just all-round good player. Yeah. Do you sort of have ambitions to play football yourself one day? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, I do play junior footy now for South Barwon. I go to South Barwon. <laughs> <laughs> now, just out of interest, do you guys know what GMHBA stands for? Oh, yeah. Um... General, General Medical Health. Wait, Geelong Medical Hospital. Hospital. Geelong Medical and Hospital Benefits Association. Yes. Uh, incorrect. It actually stands for Good Marks and Handballs. Uh, <laughs> Begin at Oski. Begin at Oski. <laughs> Very uh, good. Yeah, well, close, but it's nice to go, the, guys. The, the girls are coming out, so we better, we better run. We don't want to block anybody's view here. Now, can you guys just read us? What does the banner say today, Jan? Conference B, where dreams are made, thanks to our loyal fans, and the bottom line's just gone. <laughs> it just fell away. The banner was descending as you read it. Read oh, it very nicely. I'm trying to read quickly. <laughs> you did very well, Jan. Well, you guys are all fantastic. Uh, you've been absolutely magnificent. Thank you so much. You. Can you give us a go, Cats? Go, Cats! Go, Cats! Well, there you have it, mate. We're in the ad. We've met a few of the crowd. We've met Jan and her grandsons, or the two that we know of. A few more on the way, apparently. Um, but now it's time to move on to our next segment, my favourite and your least favourite segment. <laughs> it's Bring Me a Par for Lunch. Yes, that's right. We're down here with the masses. And they've all said one thing. Hey, if you want to know what best represents us as a people, us as a ground, us as a home ground, get yourself down to the Cadinia Cafe and try the Cadinia Special. Now, controversially, Muzzy, the Cadinia Cafe, as it turns out, after a little bit of web-based research, <laughs> is not inside Cadinia Park. But I'm going to allow it. You're going to get planted. I'm going to run across the road, get a Cadinia Special, come back, and we're going to sample it live on air to both our listeners. All right, Muzzy, I'm back. Got a pass and out? You'll be pleased to know that I actually spoke to the lady at the Cadinia Cafe. And let me just say, big shout out to the Cadinia Cafe. I don't know if they're in the market for sponsoring podcasts, <laughs> but really friendly, uh, very quick, very efficient, provided me with a tax invoice so I can deduct it come end of financial year. 
They're ri- okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. No, the Blues are out. We're going to wrap this up. Um, all right. So, we've got the... Um, what is it? Just describe what it is. Cardinia Special has meat, nondescript, could be anything, meat, lettuce, tomato, cheese, onion, bacon, egg, and pineapple. Oh, boy. Pineapple. That's that's about all the ingredients that I can think of that could possibly go holy moly in a boiga. All right. All right. Now, categories this week. What are today's categories? So, in honour of Tilly Lucas-Rod and the fact that she was a professional in two sports and so many of the brilliant athletes of the AFLW are, uh, the categories this week are athlete themed. So, structural integrity, always the cornerstone of this segment, is either the Roger Federer, it looks old, but it's rock solid. <laughs> I can already tell. Like visually, this looks like a Roger. Looks Federer. like a Fed. Could be a Fed it's Express. Dense. Okay. Is density a category? <laughs> it's never a category. All right. Australian batting lineup is the next instructional integrity. Looks okay for now, but could collapse at any minute. Yeah, it's gone. Or it could be the Russian Olympic Committee. No integrity, structural <laughs> or otherwise. Right. Okay. Nipped. Okay. All right. Yeah. So and next shout out to our um, the KJ BMHBA Stadium. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> A huge Kremlin following. Next category is the la-di-da factor, or fanciness. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what have we got? We've got Cristiano Ronaldo. That is fancy footwork, fancy haircuts, fancy oh, all-round. Here come the catters, by the way. They're running out of the ground, Muzzy. We better wrap this up. Keep moving, mate. All right, keep moving. We can do a Ronaldo. It could be a Ronda Rousey. Oh, there's Mel Hickey. Did that you hear is... my rap, Mel? Sorry, mate. Keep going, keep going. hear the rap. Could be a Ronda Rousey. Fancy these days, but working class roots. Oh, yeah. It's grounded, but a little bit fancy, Mid-tier is what fans. I'm saying. Or it could be a David Boone, about as fancy as a moustache <laughs> and 52 beers on a flight to London. Yeah. Right, yeah. final category okay. is chance of food poisoning. <laughs> it could be the Nicole Livingston. Completely trustworthy, oh. the gold standard. Yeah, oh, that's the gold standard. Safe as houses. No salmonella. Second category for chance of food poisoning is the Diego Maradona. Ooh. Obviously a bit dodgy, but who cares? It's beautiful and it's probably going to work. Hour <laughs> on the dust. Probably going to work out. Yeah. It's worth it. Or it could be a Tonya Harding. <laughs> That is to say, extremely dodgy, looks, feels, sounds dodgy, and people are going to get there. <laughs> okay, okay, so now nothing more that, but for you to bite in and yeah. give us your, your reading on Okay, this. all right. He's about go. to try his miscellaneous I want to get as close to the microphone as I can. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Bite, here we go. The Cadinia special. He's taking a good old bite. Mm. Oh, wow. It's so structural. Holds its form very well. Do we have a fed? It's pretty, um. It's going nowhere. Yeah, in fact, I'm a little concerned at how stiff this is. <laughs> uh, so, structural integrity. Federer. Oh, hold on a minute. We've oh, had an absolute blowout. Absolute blowout. I was about to give that a full Roger. We've lost half the burger. I've been Rogered. <laughs> the bottom half, dear listener, jeez. Do you know what I think you have to call that, Rusty? What's that? That's the Australian batting lineup. But I can salvage it by actually flipping it. Now, I'd be interested yeah, to look, talk to you about I, this. Yeah, I'm holding my burger. Mate, I am sick of the Australian down. batting lineup being salvaged. <laughs> To be honest, I've had a gutful. Oh, it's a Peter Hanscom. <laughs> Look, if I wiggle it a little bit, it flaps. Look at that. Flapping's not good. Yeah, it's not good, is it? <laughs> Never good. Never good. The bun flaps. Okay, well, I was I was about to give it a Roger until the bun started flapping. Um, but I can't. But in its defence, I can actually hold it upside down with my thumbs atop the bun, at the bottom of the bun. You're apologising for it, and that's <laughs> much a, like that, and that's a sign. <laughs> Australian batting lineup. That's right. Now, what about the Landy Dar factor? I've, I've got mixed emotions about this category. And what I'm about to say might be controversial, but I like this burger not despite the fact it's a David Boone, but because it's a David Boone. But yeah. that's Booney. This has got the Cario Bay Roadhouse covered. Oh, there. huge statement. I'm going on the record. Having said that, if Cario Bay Roadhouse are looking to sponsor a podcast... <laughs> Come on, mate. Come on. Okay. Okay, chance of food poisoning. Let's wrap this up. Very high. Very high. <laughs> no, well, no, this was made fresh. This wasn't from a tepid bain-marie. Mm-hmm. The one thing that brings this down from a Nicole Livingston is the fact that I don't know what the meat is. Mm-hmm. It's now at room temperature. 
and yet it remains delicious. <laughs> I'm thinking Diego Maradona. That's a Diego. We've got a Diego for food poisoning. Oh gosh, everyone's running to position. There's score the out of ten. Score out of ten. I'm going to give it a six point eight five. That's right, two decimal places. That's bring me by for lunch. Two decimal places. We're out of time. It's been a wonderful episode. Big shout out to Tilly Lucas Rod. We will see you for the next episode. Have fun out there and enjoy the footy.